We back. We back. <laughs> we back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. It's been two weeks, are y'all. You, two weeks. Are you leveling leveling up or something? You know what? That was very much like that. Level up. Level up. Except <laughs> yeah. we back. We back. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. getting my Sierra on. It's very, it's, it's very, um, it's very like middle school dance team beat. Like drill team. Know. Very much pep rally. Very, very pep rally. Very pep rally. rally. It's Friday. The, yes. the football team yeah. is going to play. We got to get them pepped up. You know, that's really, we're going to discuss this later, so I'm not going to say what I was going to say. But, um, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy Vaughn and my good friend. And it is the, the dapper gentleman, Malik. Oh, oh, okay. Come on, AKA. AKA. We love an alias now. I need an alias. Uh-huh. Well, Jamaica's favorite favorite fag. No, um, I don't like that one. That's aggressive, it's right? Because so, it's, why it's so aggressive. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's favorite Jamaican. Let's go. Let's stick with that one. Well, listen. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm not everyone's favorite Jamaican. There's like a long list of Jamaican people that like come before me that are legendary. If you want to make them, but a I'm fine. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I'll find my alias because I don't like to refer to myself as such. Okay. Um, I'll find my alias with the time. Um, Jamaica's, you know, elusive Chanteuse. I don't really know. Without you, without you, there cannot be another. There we go. How about that? There we go. <laughs> but anyway, we know it's been a little while since you guys have heard from us. Um, as usual, life happens, and more so than life happens, technology happens. Because we actually recorded a really, really good episode um, last week, and we planned on posting it. Um, but, you know, I have a very, 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 or had, amen, a very stressful schedule. It's now not as stressful. Um, and in the midst of that, we recorded an episode, and the one, literally the one time I don't save an episode while editing, I fell asleep, and the good, the good people over at Mac, at Apple, failed me, because <laughs> um, <laughs> your, your girl fell asleep, and they didn't save any of, like, normally, Bitch. stuff goes into recovery mode, and, like, everything pulls back up, and, like, this time, that's what happened, it went to recovery mode, and I went to pull everything back up, and I... I was I went from having a heart attack to being like so relieved and so happy and then I pressed play and I heard I, I pressed the play and I heard nothing. Sheesh. The clip was completely empty. All the rounds were gone. It was silent and I started to cry at like six a.m. in the morning. She <laughs> I text Malik like I can't believe this happened. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was awful. But I got your text. I was like, oh no. Yeah, but we're here. We're back. Things happen for a reason, you know. Whatever they say to make you feel better, but yeah. since we've since we've been gone, how have you been, Malik? Oh man, I've been amazing, you guys. Uh, I've been amazing. I cannot. I, I've never felt better. Listen, it's Libra season. Good. All my October Libras, what's up? I mean, we are in. Shout out to Libra Green. Shout- my good good friend Libra Libra Green. Hey Libra Green, shout out. Happy birthday! It's his birthday. That's what happy I said birthday. That. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. From one fellow Libra to another, but um, I've been amazing. So I've definitely been feeling the Libra energy. Uh, you know, yoga has been going really well. Uh, I'm trying to get into her. I'm. Re- I really. Am. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I keep saying that I'm gonna go ahead and record like a beginner's yoga video and like do you like some step by step stuff. I keep saying I want to do it, but I'm just procrastinating so you guys hold me accountable with that i'm gonna do it i promise 
Um, and I got an email just, I got an email Monday that my yoga class at Sacred Thread was going to be canceled. Oh. And I felt like... Their loss. Yeah. And it was like, wow. I gagged. Um, and the reason, <laughs> and the reason the class is going to be canceled is because that studio, um, it just has membership problems, essentially, like just low attendance or whatever, mm. slow members for that particular location. The mm. other ones do really well, but that one just particularly. Well, I think it's, it's because is, is that the Hateville location? Yeah, it's in Hateville, yeah. Okay, that's probably why. Yeah, exactly. Because Hateville is one of those areas where, like, she's not that girl yet. She's on her way, but she's not there yet. On her way, <clears> right. And so the studio's just not she's doing not well. And so my class, um, <clears throat> it wasn't consistent. Like, it just was not consistent. And with, like, people coming all the time. So, they canceled it. And um, I felt really shitty. But the great thing about it is that I really was able to kind of, like, look at it. Like, obviously, it was a great experience. I got a lot of hours teaching there. I taught a lot of classes. And I was able to really, like, become a better teacher by teaching at a, at a studio. And it was fun. And, I, again, like, it was a great opportunity. I learned a lot. And so now I can just go somewhere else with new experiences so i'm looking at it from the perspective of wow look at how awesome i fucking am like i'm the only person i just finished my teacher training in may i was the only person teaching from my training now at a studio right ahead of the girls out of out of the entire group i'm the only person that's actually teaching in a studio besides one other person i've been teaching longer than him at this point so it's like just look at the progress you've made so far you just got your your certificate in may it's okay. There are going to be more opportunities. Right. And um, so that was a little weird situation, but now I'm just looking ahead. I have some great shit planned. I'm doing a free yoga series. I'm so excited about it. Um, I can't say the location yet until the ink is dry, but it's coming. And uh, it's going to be lit. And uh, shit. Well, congratulations yeah. to that. Thank friend. you, friend. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What's yeah. been up with you? You know, September was not that girl. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the third quarter of this year. But so far, I'm annoyed. Um, I've, I've, I've gotten some great news, though, or some potential great news, or I'm onto some really great news, something I'm really excited about. You know... God really might be making the girls' dreams come true, but we'll discuss that later off the show, Malik. Um, but, um, yeah, I've been busy. You know, y'all know me, working like a slave that just got off the boat, like fresh off the boat. Like, they know I got all the energy, so they're putting me right on the field. Um, so, yeah, I've been working really hard, but I'm trying to get everything back in order. I feel like my life is kind of... Scorpio season is coming, and I feel like my time is coming, and I'm kind of like <laughs> Libra season is still here. So you to hold your horses, hold your horses. She's cute or whatever, but and like still she's here. Hold your horses. Cute she's next to gorgeous. Cute. It's literally, it's literally cute next to gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Like Scorpio season is coming. <laughs> Scorpio season is coming. So I'm trying to like prepare myself because I I'm claiming it, and I'm owning this. The, the remainder of the year will be phenomenal for me. I will make my dreams come true. I will get back into my groove of working out. I've already gotten back into my groove of eating properly because I'll be very honest with y'all. Who I was eating like trash. Well, I wasn't really eating like trash, but I wasn't eating like super clean. Um, and I was starting to really feel bad about that. But I finally gotten that back under control. 
after three long ass weeks, I finally got my hair cut today, so <laughs> I'm cute again. Um, I just, right now I feel really good, but the past few weeks have been annoying, but you know, we're speaking positivity, we're manifesting great things, because I've realized, you know, manifestation is really a thing, right? And it can be hard to manifest things into your life, because in order to manifest things, you have to feel entitled to things. And I'm not I'm not someone that works well because I'm I don't feel entitled to. Much. I don't agree with that. I don't think um, you have to be like, entitled. I just think you have to really. Well, you know, really I think you do. But here's the thing: there's, there's to, a to wanting to put in the work because I mean the manifestation is just the work that you've been. That's sowing. the first step. That's just like the the end result. I, 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 yes, yes. And here's the thing. I, I use the, fir, the word entitled for a reason because it triggers a negative reaction for people. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Because here's the, the reality of it is, if you're telling yourself and you're telling the universe and you're telling the world you're worthy of something, there's entitlement there. What you're saying is that is mine and I know it's mine and I'm claiming it. And that can be a hard thing to do, especially for people that are, are like myself. I'm I, 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 I'm not good at being an opportunist. Um, I'm not good at being selfish. And I'm not good at going for things all the time. I'm, I'm one of those people that, like, I put in the work to get acknowledged um, on the back end. Like, I, when I say I put in the work to get acknowledged, I put in the work to put in the work. Regardless of what I do, regardless of where I am, I put in the work. I work hard at everything that I do. Regardless, like I don't necessarily do it to be acknowledged. So when you're when you're manifesting something, you kind of have to say I'm I'm worthy of whatever it is that I want out of life. And for someone that struggles with feeling worthy of anything, it can be hard to to say you're gonna manifest things. But I'm claiming it. Okay. I'm no longer getting in my own way. You know, I'm I'm trying at least to claim things and no longer get in my own way because I've realized that like I have manifested things out of my life. I've always said. Literally from, from the jump when I started working in hospitality, because this wasn't a career that I chose, like I fell into uh, to hospitality and it's been working out for you. In four years, I've gone from a front desk agent at a three-star property to working in the flagship property for my brand, a five-star, five-diamond hotel in New York City. And I've always said I wanted to live in New York City. I've manifested that. There's a lot of things that I've always wanted to do. And a lot of those things I'm seeing have come true. And it's like... If I keep that same energy with other things in my life that I feel like I'm not worthy of, because for whatever reason, I felt worthy of working at a five-star, five-diamond hotel. I felt worthy of working around the kind of clientele that I work around now. I've always said that. I felt worthy of living in New York. I thought it was too expensive. <laughs> right. But I've always felt worthy of living in New York. Everybody in New York is poor, bitch. Have, if you don't make $500,000, <laughs> bitch. If, you don't, if, you, right, if you're not making two hundred fifty k a year, Everyone then like, you're... Right. So, I'm, but for whatever reason, I've always felt worthy of those two, two things. I never battled being worthy of those things. So it's like the other things in life that I want, I need to get over the not feeling worthy of those things and like manifest them and work towards them. Because, you know, I've always said, all I need is like a toe. I don't even need a whole foot. I just need a toe in the door and I'm kicking that bitch down. That's it. Me and my one big toe are kicking that bitch That's down. That's it. And I feel like. The toe is finally getting there. Wow. So, so how, like, how, how, what's the feeling like if you could just if you could tell the people two ways mm-hmm. that they can get their toe into a door? 
I don't know yet because <laughs> the toe is not there. Well, I mean, um, well, when like, I get there, the feel, I'll share. The feeling that you have is the feeling of what, like, because uh, other people may have a feeling, right. but they're not sure okay, what so it is. Okay, so I'm a huge, I'm hugely optimistic for everyone in the world but myself. This is one of those worth things again, okay. right? I'm, when it comes to me, I'm very pessimistic. Okay, so optimism I is, never, one. <laughs> is one, one. One way. Optimism okay, is one. one. Okay, optimism. So, and I say that because my toe is at the door, but it's not like at, at the door. Okay. So I don't, once, well, listen, once the toe is in the door, I'll come back and, you know, let y'all know how it feels because it's going to happen. Okay. So, so what's the right? second one? So, so one is being optimistic. But until then. Oh, I don't even know. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know. The other, I'm not the girl to know the other steps. <laughs> listen, there's a lot. Reach out to Theron. Um, <laughs> reach out to Theron. Reach out to Kid Fury. Reach out to Chris. There's a lot of people that are, their toe is more than in the For door. For sure. They're the ones that can give you that advice. I'm still trying to get my toe officially to the door. Like, my toe is, like, on the bus to the door. But it's not like... You know what I mean? Ain't no contract signed. Ain't no real... Like, but you know you're I mean? on like, your way. So you're really, almost there. You're I'm headed. I'm on my way. Bitch. Right. You, you, I'm headed. You're on the train. The train has a few stops go. before it gets there. There we go. Choo-choo. I'm on 155th choo-choo. Street. Choo-choo. And I choo-choo. need to get to 59th. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Okay. Come on, ride it, train, ride it. Like I'm, you know what I mean? I'm getting there. So. That's it. But yeah, we just did a lot. Okay, <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. It's been a while, right? But anyway, right. We're excited to be back. We hope you guys are having a wonderful week, a wonderful day. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you for listening. We've been getting some interaction. It's funny because we haven't posted in two weeks, which is really like feels longer than that. But we've still been getting some listens on, um, you know, our SoundCloud. I've had people reach out to me. Like via text randomly, shout out to Janice, say they're listening um, to like even our older episodes and getting caught up. I had someone that just discovered our podcast on uh, SoundCloud and they were like, oh my God, I'm so, they're, they're moving to Atlanta, by the way, so check out the comments, Malik. Um, but they're like, they're so happy they found the podcast. Uh, it was our old episode on um, White Okay, the the whole. Oh, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Black, all that crap. Um, they, it was that episode they were listening to and they were saying that's one of the trouble. One of the issues they're having with dating um, is like wanting to date a black man and kind of finding it hard because a lot of the black men in their current area um, tend to date out, you know, outside their race. So shout out to that person. I forgot your name. If y'all look in the comments under that episode, you'll see the person and the interaction I had with them. Um, but yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to everyone that's listening. Shout out to everyone that shares it on their timeline. Yes. I, I, there's a lot of queer podcasts coming up mm-hmm. and I'm really really excited about it because i think you know podcasting is one of those things where it's like it's kind of at its i don't know if it's at its peak peak but it's like peaking at the same yeah, time it's, it's and we're, we're we're still very new in this venture um but doesn't mean there's not room for us or the other podcast because i don't think there is a huge enough queer voice no um no we have plenty of plenty of queer people in high places but not a lot of queer but voices. i don't necessarily think Exactly. Yeah. There's not a lot of uh, reprimanding from the the viewpoint of queer people. Nope. Um, out, outside of you know, outside of the popular podcast that we know about, right? And, and not even that. I feel like it, even on those podcasts, they don't necessarily tackle queer issues. They're more so queer people. Just just talking about pop culture. Issues. Exactly. I agree. Right. What 
Right, I'm, so. I'm talking about just having the presence of people that say, hey, I am queer and, and this is my workspace and I'm out with it. Like, just more of that. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. I mean, just the other day Absolutely. I was watching Empire and Jamal and his boyfriend, I mean, baby, they were tongue kissing down on primetime TV at 8 o'clock on Fox. That's cute. I don't watch it. I know you don't. But I just was like, wow, that that's awesome that it's on primetime TV right now. That's These real. two black men kiss. I was like, that, that's fucking awesome. He guys, he's a black man. Oh, this time, this season, his his man is a black man. Well, well, I'll be damned. He's a black man. That's beautiful. That's what and I his name. And his name is Kai, and now. he's sexy as hell. He's from London. 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 He's, from he's London. English. That's a really good. And now Jamal is about to fuck it up with his uh, with his insecurities. No, oh, honestly, it's really draining that. That just continues to happen in these relationships. It just continues to happen. People continue to get in these relationships. Bitch, actually, that English accent was so fucked up, I had to just stop because I heard myself. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you better not. I said, bitch, you don't know, you embarrass yourself like that with that tired ass English accent. I had to cut it. I do a really good, I do a pretty good British accent. Go ahead and do it. Like, Let I'm, me hear it, Nikki. That comes from working at, at, at front desk. <laughs> Me and me and me and my my homegirl Jessica, we used to literally put on accents and pretend that we were from different places as guests would come in, and like we would fuck with guests and they would like hit us up like, oh, we're going to London, and they'd be like, where? What are some places that you like advise for us to eat or go? And I'd like dead ass make sure, but it's really wonderful. Like, just go to this. It's this pub on East London Street that like it's <laughs> my accent sounds bad. Oh my I god! But y'all are so fucking ignorant. That we were, we were we were listen. I, let me see one thing about working that working at working in hospitality, especially from the front desk end, was so much fun because I'm a troll. Yes. I'm a tr- like I am a. Tr- I don't think people get to know my real personality yes. over Twitter or even on this podcast. I'm I'm a huge troll <laughs> in person, and like that shit was my life. Like there would be nothing better than like a guest coming up. Like I would see a guy have an attitude. Like he would walk in the door with an attitude, and he would be trying to check in at like eight a.m. And I'd be like, Oh my god, we were sold out last night. So unfortunately, we don't have any rooms available, and you know, we have a lot of late checkouts today because of like VIP guests. Um, you know, if you return at 1 p.m., maybe we can get you checked in. And I would only do that because he had attitude. And then someone would come right behind him. And I'd be like, oh, girl, we got rooms. Come on. Get checked in early. Like, this is nothing. Uh, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. Huh. Lot of well, fun. hey. It was a little bit of power. That's what it was. Oh, oh, listen. The things we do for power. <laughs> the things The you things do. you do you for know, power, I, bitch. There is, speak. I wanted to share that. I told Malik I was going to share this. So, you know... We were just discussing the whole interracial dating thing, right? right? So, yeah, I was coming home from work, you know, maybe two weeks ago, and I got on the app. I won't say which one, okay? But I got on the app. Listen, listen. You know, just like, say you got online. <laughs> I got on, you know. As shout out to Wanton Son on Twitter, he he calls it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my god, what does he call it? Um, oh my god, I forgot just that quick. I didn't want to have a brain fart. Anyway, I got on the app. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, this white gentleman was trying to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And I Now, do you have a picture I, I, or are you pictureless? Oh, I'm picture. No, I have a picture. Oh, you have a picture? I have a picture. Yeah. Oh. Because, see, the thing The girls is, are coming up is, in the world. The girls have pictures see, on Jack. Oh, no, 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 see. And grinder. No, for, <laughs> Stop, stop. <laughs> okay, see, the thing is, 
there's a there's a differentiation between Vaughn and insert my government for name. For sure. Niggas know my government for name. For sure. Vaughn people don't know that that me. Yeah. 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 So I can be yeah. me but not be Vaughn. Which I, I which is the thing I love about people not knowing what I look like. Although I definitely posted a picture on Instagram. Well, on a story. You did. A video of myself on Instagram. You sure did. Like, y'all clearly saw my face. Yeah. But, like, I love the mystery of being in... Like, I've been in places and like, around, like, social media influencers or people that, like, I follow. And I'm like, they have no clue I'm the nigga that they be tweeting. And I'm like, this is this is really cool. It's creepy. It's, it's kind of amazing, but, though. Because it's like, oh, they don't... They have no clue. I know all their business. <laughs> like, and that's how you keep your power, oh, bitch. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> this white man was trying to holler at right. me, right? And I really wasn't feeling it. He wasn't attractive. And honestly, I wasn't even trying to do anything. I really downloaded it because there was this new guy that started my job. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if he's on here. Because I wasn't sure of his sexual orientation. He wasn't on there, but he could still be gay. I don't yeah. know. Um, and then I, got, I forgot to delete the app after Because I really was genuinely just trying to be nosy and see if he was part of the family. Um, so on my way home now, I get, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the little notification, <laughs> the little notification <laughs> pops up, and he's like, "You know, you're 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 handsome," and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Thank, thank you." Um, and he's like, "You know, he's holding a con- trying to hold a conversation with me," and I'm not rude. Like, um, regardless of whether I'm attracted to you or not, I'll still entertain a conversation because we can converse and not. I mean, if you are thinking sex and I'm not, it's your L, not mine. Um. So anyway, I was interested in conversation with him. And he's like, so how many inches is Ooh. it? And I was like... Pardon me? Um, in my head, I was like, well, girl, that's none of your business. You're never going to find out. But I was like, let me just be cheeky. And I was like, you got to pay for that kind of information, oh. right? Yes. So so he was like, oh, I don't pay for sex. And I was like, good, I don't pay to have se- I don't get paid to have sex. Um, so no notifications for like 15 minutes. And he goes, so he sends me a text, and he's like, but I can take care of you if you need something. So, you know, me being me, being me I moved my bang to the left. Yes, I did. And I said, well, I need my phone bill paid. Mm. Y'all, this man sent me $130. I, because I screenshotted my phone bill. Hello. And I uploaded it. And I inserted my little cash app name. Oh. And he's like, well, I don't do cash app. But do you have a PayPal? And I said, yes, I do. <laughs> and I sent him my email address. This is so trifling. And this man sent me $130. Damn. No, he never, no, he never saw the inches. He didn't get no other he didn't get no pictures of anything. And I felt really I felt like weird because I was like, oh my god, this thing. I was like, is it this easy? Hmm. Cause the the Claremont twins were charging niggas two hundred dollars for sex. I got $130 and all we did was talk. Wow. I felt like a fucking superhero. I was like, this is amazing. I'm not even fine yet. Like, wait till I'm fine. I'm, listen, bills pay. What will you do with your new superpower that you've discovered? (laughs) Bitch, bills pay. Like, I'm, listen, listen to me, people. That shit. And yes, I did deposit the money. I sure did. Yeah, bitch. The fuck? I sure did deposit the money. And I sure did use it to pay uh, my phone. Yes, I did. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, I feel like maybe, I don't know, it's like, it's not even, it's not even like phone sex, because nothing sex, there was no sexual conversation. 
it was he doesn't know my phone number. It was literally just a, a, a thirty minute maybe exchange of of questions and answers. Mm. And this old white man gave me hundred thirty dollars. Nice. I felt liberated. I felt like a fucking star. So you know, shout out to me. Um, <laughs> you officially crossed over. Like You're a bad bitch now. <laughs> you know, I feel like Trina has taught me so well, and I feel like I made her proud. Because, you know, Trina has a line. Well, she has many lines about getting paid for her time. And I feel like I got paid for my... Bitch, I don't even make that much money at work. $130 in 30 minutes? Where? Where? Do y'all realize that's $260 an hour? Bad bitch. Like... (laughs) Just talk to two people. Just talk to them. One person! (laughs) I talked to one person for 30 minutes. And he sent me 100 And then he ended it with... It was really great talking to you. Thank you for not being rude. Oh. And I was like, you know, I'm just... It's because it's not in my nature. I'm a very nice person. That's really sweet. You, you probably know? made his day. I probably did. And if anybody else needs their day made for $130... <laughs> you, you, ha- you, you inbox me first. I, I, will, I will plan to book this day. Are you... <laughs> you better manage, ho. You better manage. I will book. I will, manage. I will manage. I will manage the scheduling so you guys come through me, and then I will go ahead and book it out for your own Vaughn's behalf. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So I just wanted to discuss. <laughs> okay, girl number six, bitch. I can't. Girl, uh, that was funny. That was funny. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Let's um let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. Um Malik. Yeah. Do you want to take it take yeah, it I, and just dive straight into get it to, to get it let's together? Let's go right let's go right to get together. I thought you were going to our main topic and you said this week's episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you guys follow the outlines. Uh, so you guys I uh, over the course of this last Two weeks, uh, the person that I was dating, we decided to, you know, to, I decided to walk away from the relate from from the the situation, from the relationship, uh, and the reason I did that is because, well, first this week's get it together is titled, uh, pick yourself first, slash, get out of your feelings and get into the facts. Um, overall, I got into that relationship because I was really hurting from my past relationship, right? And feeling unwanted, undesired, X, Y, Z, and just really wanting attention. And I met somebody at a really vulnerable time and I fed into the intention. I fed into it. I just fed I fed all into when I jumped head first. I was impulsive and I was not... I was really acting dangerous, you know, essentially. And I was not being considerate of the long-term effects of how this could go sour because I really don't know this person. I really haven't taken some time to invest into, like, getting to know them and making sure that I am in a whole relationship and it's not just these little small parts of me that are feeling sad right now. So, overall, I was feeling down. I wanted attention. Um, and someone, Ooh, that is so real. and someone, so someone came into my life that was all of those things wrapped into this bow and I just loved it. And I just jumped right in and I was so blind to so many things, uh, that 
I thought differently, but I just went along with it, you know, because that's just what I wanted. And, you know, and we all do things like that. We we all, you know, it's it's not just me. So many people, so many of us, when we feel down, we jump into things, you know, and we just, we become mindless essentially. And that's what I was doing. And so once I was able to just really go back and look at the facts of what was happening, what I was going through, how I was feeling, definitely talked about it with my therapist a few times, you know, like, so after I just got down to the facts of what it was and why I was with this person and what voids it was filling for me, I had to be truthful and come clean. And it wasn't a nice breakup. It was a loud one and, you know, dramatic, but, you know, I think at the end, obviously it was for the best um, because I couldn't, I didn't want to continue to lead someone on and be complicit in that bullshit, you know, like just be fucked up when you know this isn't right. You know, you don't feel this wholeheartedly. So I decided to just pull the scab off of it and just do it. Um, and it just, it blew up really rough. And you really are able to see, like, when someone is, is angry with you and, and they're, like, you know, going off, you're really able to see that the first thing that we do when we're upset is we stop breathing. And you start... We tell the truth. You stop breathing and then you just start going. And mm-hmm. and what happens is you're not even able to think about what you're saying anymore. You just go, 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 go. You're not breathing. And I was able to see... That's emotion. Yeah. That's emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And and I was able to see the other side of that. And, and you know, um, I felt bad to see someone react that way over a decision I had made. It hurt me to see them so hurt. And I felt bad the next day. And But I had to come back to the fact that I'm not responsible. You're not responsible for the, for the person's emotions. What you're responsible Ooh. for is doing what's, doing what's best and what's right when you know the facts. And we so often just get hung up at trying to farm and cultivate another bitch's emotions when that's not our that's not our responsibility. Mm. You've already made your decision. Continue to walk in your decision and own it. It is what it is. But it's not your job to sulk and and and, and digest how another bitch feel. It's not your responsibility. And so the get it together that I have for, for the people this week is ultimately decide why you're in a relationship with someone. Make it very clear to yourself why you're with them. And decide why you're in a relationship and just be very clear about your intentions. Be very clear about what you need. You know, one thing I did two years ago is I wrote it down on I wrote it down to me and my manager at the time. We had like a mm. a development talk about it. Um, yeah, like my like my last manager, he took he took a very just a powerful just interest in my development as a human, you know. And so I wrote down everything that I wanted to see in my partner, and I got that in the relationship that I was in before this one. Um, I got it all, but it still didn't work out. So, with that being said. I think that you, you, you just you still need right. to make sure that you're aligned with this person. And those things really, really, truly matter. Um, so people, just make sure that you're aligned with the person. Make sure that you, make sure this person is feeding all of your needs. That it's not just a temporary fix. And if you feel this person is stacking up that you, that your needs are being met, 
that it's not just a temporary you're feeling down so you want someone to fill a void like because you can't play you cannot play yeah. play with folks emotions. I think a lot of people do that I think it's especially not fair it's not right in the gay community because we haven't been taught how to date or what that exactly looks like from our viewpoint there's a lot of <clears throat> there's a lot of sneaking around and there's a yeah. lot of uh, instant satisfaction and gratification and I feel like men period aren't taught how to date um, I think a lot of us are taught um, we're socialized to to tell people what they want to hear to get what we want from them and that often leads into a quote-unquote relationship that really isn't a relationship it's usually a one-sided situation um, where someone is is portraying a boyfriend and then there's someone that actually wants to be a boyfriend and the person that's portraying it actually you know eventually gets tired of the role and then they're out of the relationship and i think that's why we see so many gay relationships last a month or two weeks <laughs> because people are like they think they want to be in a relationship or they they get into a relationship with the optics as opposed to the reality of it all you know what i mean absolutely i definitely know exactly what you mean and 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 that's the truth we weren't socialized and taught how to do this so mm-hmm. we navigate these things blindly Distinctly off of emotion, lust. just off off of you know, off the of, off of a whim, off of a lust. Like it's no thought behind it. And I guess you know, I am. I'm turning 27 uh, Monday, and a lot of people from my high school that, or, or college, you know, they're married or they're getting married. A lot of my friends, well, again, I'm not <laughs> heterosexual, obviously. Um. But I am American, and a lot of you know heterosexual Americans that that I've been socialized with growing up around this age, you know, they're establishing families now, and I'm seeing it all the time. So it's like, damn, like when am I gonna start? Like I, I almost feel I'm, I'm not gonna say I feel pressured. It's just more of a want, and I guess it's because I see it from more of a heteronormative yeah. storyline. You know, like of course, like. I see that obviously, and it's kind of in my head. It's just in well, my doctor. Well, I was just gonna say, we're, you know, we're my mom that. and dad. That's married one of the things you young. You go to high school, you graduate, you, you were go to taught college, that, you yeah. Job, you date, you get married. Like it's it's very quote normal, um, for for that to be occurring yeah. around our age because even a lot of the people that we grew up with, even the, a lot of them at, at a younger age got married. Some of I know people that are on their second married marriage right now, and I know. Uh, my best friend, she's at that stage in her life where, like, her and her significant other, her boyfriend, they just bought a house together. And I know marriage is right around the corner, and we're only a few months apart. She's just a few months older than I am. And it's even yeah. my cousin, my favorite cousin, she's in a long term relationship now. So I definitely get um, what you, where you're coming from with all that. I think it's funny because I've never been in a, I, a serious relationship. I've never, I've barely been in situationships. Um, but for me, I don't, I don't know what it is. But for me, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that same uh, burden or that same weight or that same need for a relationship. Yeah. And I think it's because I know what I want out of a relationship. And one of my <laughs> best and worst qualities is I'm not really willing to settle for anything but that. So I think that's kind of how I rationalize, you know. And honestly, I think it takes time and. But I think the difference between you and I is I feel like you're in a space where I think you're more, like, situated for a relationship, whereas I'm still really trying to get my bearings with my self-self. 
I think you've done a lot of the self-work and you've gotten yourself to a place where you're happy with yourself and you're just looking for someone to share that happiness with. You know what I mean? So I feel like it, it, it makes more sense for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. I do feel like I've done a lot of self-work, which is why I was able to come to the situation so honest and be able to end it as soon as I did. But I just wish that obviously it never would have happened. I wish I would have ignored that voice. But, you know, 27 is here. I First of all, 27 stuff. is I not old. Like I'm 21. Like I'm 18. I know it's not which old. Which is fine. But I'm getting closer to that. Listen, the majority <laughs> of the people that I... That I, I know. Idolize, not even idolize. Fuck, fuck idolize, because I only idolize like two people. But a majority of the people that I look on my timeline, I'm, I'm like slightly envious of, or that I'm like, wow, they're really out there doing it. A lot of them didn't really start doing it into the late 20s, early 30s. And I'm looking at the end result of a lot of the same shit that we're going through now. And they just happen to have gotten over the hill. Hell, a lot of them are still climbing the hill, but they're just at a peak. And I'm when we're looking up at that, for so, sure. I'm not mad at 30. I'm really not. I'm probably definitely gonna have a heart attack when I turn 30. When I I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure, listen, I will, right, I will be doing the most. <laughs> you, like, cross over. <laughs> okay? But, right. But it's going to be I'm a whole fucking like I'm looking forward to it because for, like I said, the majority of the people I know, especially creatives, but whatever it is, late 20s, early 30s is when yeah. a lot of them have, like, popped, so. Right. And blossomed. I'm definitely there you go. planting my seeds, you paying go. my dues, building my Tilling the soil. So, listen, in the words of Ronetta from American Idol, because when I get there, there you go. just know I'm going straight <laughs> to the top. That's real. That's real. That's real. Well, I've, you know, I have my own little get together for this week. Let me adjust my mic. I'm sorry if y'all hear any noise or anything. What is it? Um, mine this time is not personal. Mm-hmm. Um, it is personal, but not in, in that sense. Um, I really don't have room or energy for people anymore that continue to spread bullshit, um, plain and simple. I feel like, and the, the reason why this is, is bothering me so much and it has, is if you follow me on Twitter, you know, I don't, I don't tolerate anything Kanye West related, right? I don't deal with it anymore. I've, and I've gotten to the stage in my life now where it's like, if something doesn't serve a purpose, if it's not helping me grow, if I'm not learning from it, if it's not, you know, my my uh, uh, chorus teacher in high school used to say, if it's not conducive to, to the betterment of your instrument, get rid of it. And I feel like, mm. exactly. She was talking about drinking milk before you sing, but whatever. She used to always say that. If it's not conducive to the betterment of your instrument, why are you doing it? Why are you tolerating it? And I feel like that is how I feel about life at this point, as I'm getting older. So I feel like there are people, I'm, I'm no longer half accepting things. I'm no longer dealing with uh, being tolerated. I'm no longer dealing with, um, you know, people that quote unquote accept my lifestyle or accept our choices when it comes to the uh. queer community. Um, or frankly, when it comes to the, to the mistreatment of women. I, I have my own thing with you know, how, you know, African-American women or black women, period, and how they they play a huge part in um, the hyper-masculinity the world. Um, and, and, and in hyper-masculinity, not the hyper-masculinity, but in hyper-masculinity and, and uh, the hyper-sexualization of, of boys. 
Um, but I don't allow for women to be mistreated or the, the spreading the spreading of the notion that it's okay for women to be abused, mistreated, et cetera, et cetera, or that they play a part in any of that bullshit, right? And in saying all this, I want to directly right. address two people. Um, number one is... Uh, number one. Fuck now, awards. Because you bitches ain't worthy of Nan Trophy or that time. You raggedy hoes don't deserve anything but a boot to the face. Now, I'm going to give it to three people, not two. First, Kanye West. Okay. I don't get what y'all don't seem to understand or, or, or what y'all can't see when it comes to Kanye West. But we as a black community, we as the black community are so fucking hard-headed and, and fickle. Okay? Stop addressing Kanye West in any regard. He wants attention. He's looking for attention. He's starved for attention. And the more y'all try to figure him out, the more y'all try to coddle him, the more y'all try to, you know, protect him, the more you try to live in, the, in, in his past, all that shit, the, all you're doing is further feeding his ego and, and giving him what he wants. He wants attention. Stop giving it to him. I really... I really need black people to start saying, you know, it's either you're with us or against us. And y'all need to just just let Kanye West go. Let it go. Stop addressing him. Stop retweeting him. Stop fighting him. Stop. It's not worth it. Like, just completely ignore him so he can go away. Like, I, do, I don't want to see any more think pieces. I don't want to see any more, you know, blaming of the Kardashians. I don't want to see any more um, mental fucking breakdowns of what is the... It's, no, just let it go. He's toxic. He's disgusting. He's trash. Um, and more so than that, he's simply not worth all the shit that he's he's putting y'all through. Because quite frankly, he's not putting me through shit. I have him muted on all elements. And he literally he only comes up on my timeline by proxy of other people. It has nothing to do with me, anything I entertain. I don't... I don't listen to his music anymore, the past music. I mean, the only way he sneaks is if he's produced something. And, like, you know, I was listening to Alicia Keys's uh, You Don't Know My Name the other day that he produced. Whatever. It's going to have to be there because I love that song. But we need to stop. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Because at this point, it has nothing to do with, you know, his mental state. It has nothing to do with art. He's simply starved for attention. And Kanye has always been this way. Me personally, I've been over Kanye with since 2009. Since 2000, when he said, I don't like Taylor Swift at all. But when he stepped on stage and he snatched that the, the, the award out, the mic out of her hand and said that this award belongs to Beyonce, yada, 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 yada. That was the first sign for me that I was like, okay, wait. You have to be, there has to be a certain level of narcissism that you possess that you think you, you can step into someone's space and disrespect them like that. Regardless of how you feel about Taylor Swift, regardless of how you feel about the award, Nowhere else in, if a white man had done that to a black woman, we would have all charged the stage at the same time and ripped him to shreds. You have to feel so entitled and so full of yourself to where you can get out of your fucking seat 
and step in someone else's light and tell them that they don't deserve it. So I've been sick of Kanye since then, but we tolerated it then. We tolerated it then, right? We laughed at it. We, we, we joked. We joined we in. It was it was fine then, right? Then when he when he you know started with the Kim K thing and he started modeling her after whatever whomever and started doing all that shit, I said okay, more signs here. Then when his music started to change and he was fake Travis Scott. Okay, I, I, I started backing up from then because he was doing a lot when he was I Am God, all this extra shit. I was backing up, me personally. I, that's when I put shit in reverse and and started exiting the premises, right? Then okay. he started randomly attacking Jay-Z and Beyonce and wanting Blue to spend more time with, you know, Northwest. And I said, okay, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Because yeah. he's this is someone that's starved yeah. for attention and is is, is and I, and I've, I've long talked about this right. There are so many black men, the majority of y'all low key, that want supremacy instead of equality, and Kanye is a prime example mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And he's gone, he's gone out this of his way while chasing supremacy. And me, quite and quite frankly, I'm just sick of that shit. So fuck Kanye West. Um, fuck all y'all that still defend him, and more, more. Fuck all y'all that even entertain trying to quote unquote save him. He's not drowning. He's making conscious decisions to be this person. He is, and he's doing it because listen, Kanye is not dumb. Kanye is looking at the bigger picture. Y'all, y'all think Kanye is worried about right now? Kanye is not worried about right now. He's worried about how this is going to be covered 20, 30 years from now. He's worried about his name being attached to history yeah. books forever. And he doesn't care how it's going to be. Because the thing is, we're not fucking with his music anymore. So how else is he going to continue to further be um, dynamic, quote-unquote dynamic? How is he going to continue to be, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a ge- quote-unquote genius? A genius. Right. And continue to help right. move, he's, move the that's world That's what he's along. looking for. How is he going to be provocative? Yeah. That's all he's trying mm-hmm. to do. That's all he's done for so long. And for a long time, we allowed it because the music was good, um, because he was making good music. And now the music isn't, isn't, isn't good, and he's just not being an asshole. So I'm done with Kanye. So he's the first one I'm on my list. Second, this is a twofer. Remy Ma and Joe Buddy. Both of y'all done i'm done two for one i'm done remy ma is the big she is the biggest i am more disappointed in remy ma than i have ever been in for Nicki minaj oh see with with Nicki, there was a certain level of expectation that wasn't that high but for whatever reason i expected more of remy ma than what she who she truly is she is a twitter nigga in fashion over uh, in Fashion Nova garments and knockoff um, thigh-high Gucci boots. And I'm done. For those of you that don't know, Remy Ma is um, now on Joe Budden's State of the Culture show, right? And when she got this part, I said, mm, okay, I don't really, I don't see it. I don't, great. I'm happy a black woman is, is making strides in media. Let's be real, the music isn't popping. She's been trying to get it popping. It's not popping. She might as well, at her age and at this time, start finding other ways to solidify her 
her identity because that's the world we live in now. It's no longer about your talent, right? It's about your identity. It's about your overall being, right? It's no longer that you're a phenomenal actress or that you mm-hmm. are a phenomenal singer. For some people it is. But for the for the rest of the, the people that aren't can't excel at one thing or can't excel at two things, the ones that are kind of at the lower lower tier of everything, it's it's about how do you solidify your personality, right? How do you become a personality? Because that makes money, right? So I said I get it. Good business move on that end. Don't really know what to expect, but this is a woman in, in hip-hop and in, in, in media. Hopefully, right, hopefully Doing she'll be able to provide some ba- balance to a Joe Budden show because Joe Budden, who I cannot wait to read, um, is such a fucking ignoramus. And he's so entitled <laughs> and full of himself. And but we'll get there. Let me back to Remy Ma. So I was, I've been watching State of the Culture, and you know, the first two episodes, I was like, hmm, you know, something about Remy just isn't, you know, it's not well done. Something over there isn't well done. The bulb is not all the way in. I I can't, it's still cooking, so I was trying to give her a chance. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't want to taste the food yet if it's not cooked, right? So a few more episodes came out, and I was like, yeah, I I don't like Remy Ma. And I, I was really... It hurt me because I've legitimately fucked with Remy from time, as we say in, you know, my parts. I fuck with her from time. Like, I conceded was my shit, whatever was my shit. I couldn't, you know, her verses, me back, that was my shit. I couldn't wait for her to get out of jail because, you know, real bitches stab folks, I guess. So she went to jail. She came out. She was on Love and Hip Hop. I said, mm, don't really get this move, but it, I guess, you know, it, 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 it once again solidifies your, your persona. She came back all the way up. I was like, ah, rah, rah, rah. I was so happy for that moment. She won the BET Award, Grammy nominated. I said, yes. She's, I, was, I was championing all that because it felt good to see a black woman win, right? But once again, just because you are on someone's side does not mean they're on your side. So on one of the most recent um, episodes of State mm. of the Culture... They were discussing, and and forgive me because, again, we discussed this two weeks ago, um, and I didn't go back, I'll be honest. I didn't go back and rewatch anything because I had had enough when I watched it the first time. But anyway, they were discussing, um, shit, now I feel bad because I wish I would have gone back. Anyway, they were discussing, um, I, I wish I would have gone back and, and, back and figured what? out exactly what they were discussing because I don't really remember right now. But they were discussing, um, like, okay gay images in media, right? And... Right. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. They, they were discussing you. Sesame Street this is why you need and why Sesame they have to make everything gay. Um, hey. What about your friend? So, they were discussing okay. Bert and Ernie and how the, cre- the, the creator came out and said Bert and Ernie were gay. And then Sesame Street was like, girl, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> They're just friends. Um, so, Remy started on this tangent and she what I think what infuriated me most about it is because I hate when people talk around something right because bitch what you aren't is smarter than me Mm. you're not smarter than me um you can't you can't paint a pretty picture you know you can paint a pretty picture but you can't predict the weather is that what Andre says I think that's what he says doesn't really matter in this case either way bitch you can't piss at me and tell me it's raining that's the real 
That's the real analogy I was looking for. You can't piss on me and tell me it's raining. Bitch, I see that you're pissing on me, right? So Remy was trying her best to not say, oh, I, I, don't, I don't fuck with this gay shit. But in dancing around it, you literally mm-hmm. just said, I don't fuck with this gay shit, right? And Scotty Beam is one of the, the other correspondents on the show. She's a beautiful girl. Um, she's around our age. She's a social media influencer. She worked for Complex. She worked for Hot 97. Um, and now she's on the State of the Culture show. And Scotty was was making the point that Joe and Remy just couldn't get. Because they were saying, you know, that this whole Sesame Street thing, they're not fucking with it because it's pushing, you know, the idea of homosexuality being okay onto children. Right? Because Remy was saying, you know, she's not she doesn't basically appreciate a lot of this shit being in media because it makes it difficult for parents to have a conversation with their child about stuff like this, right? And Scotty's point was, what is so difficult about teaching a child that love is love? And they were basically saying it's 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 okay and normal to talk about mommy and daddy love, but this other shit is not normal. It's not quote-unquote okay. It's not quote-unquote normal. Therefore, children won't be able to comprehend it. And see, what y'all fail to understand is children are the smartest of all the beings, right? A three-year-old could know four languages. Bitch, I can barely know mm-hmm. one. You can teach a four- or five-year-old multiple languages and they comprehend it. They might mix a word or two here and there, but for the most part, they're fluent. Listen to me. No human being innately knows anything. You learn everything. Everything is learned. Hate is learned. Love, well, I don't think love is necessarily learned. Well, I don't think it's necessarily learned, right? But hate... You feel it from your mother at the very beginning, so you know how to identify it hate, from the very racism, beginning. Racism, all mother. that shit is learned. No one innately hates a black person because they're black. That's not a thing. No one innately hates a gay person because they're gay. That's not a thing. All that shit is learned. If you tell your child or teach your child that something is okay, regardless, your child is going to grow up thinking that thing is okay. Regardless, right? So the reason why this pissed me off and the reason why I'm done with my is because I feel like Gay men are accepted in every, quote-unquote, accepted everywhere but in our in our true homosexuality. You're cool with us as your hairdresser, your stylist, mm-hmm. your choreographer. In all forms of service, we're cool. You're cool with us everywhere. But the minute we are in our own element, being our own fucking selves, living our own lives, minding our own business, mind you, that's when it's a problem for you. That's when it's not okay. That's when it's not quote-unquote normal. And I feel like, Remy, there's a lot of things that you've done that aren't quote-unquote normal. And we've let... Them colored contacts you used to wear, them bitches, that's your normal eye color, but we let it slide. Um, All the bad weaves you've had, that ain't your normal hair, but you know what? We've accepted it and let that slide. Because I guarantee you, your quote-unquote normal ain't all that. And we've never had a problem with it. We've loved it. We've appreciated it. We've celebrated it. We've uplifted it. But now our our normal is an issue. It's a problem. You're side-eyeing that. Love can't be love when it's two niggas, but love can be love when it's mommy and daddy. Regardless of the fact, regardless of the fact that 90% of that mommy and daddy love is some bullshit. 
Regardless of the fact that there's so much negativity, there's so much destruction taught in that mommy and daddy love, that shit is normal. But a man loving a man is weird. That's when it's a problem. That's when it's too much for children to understand. No, no, no. It's not too much. You're uncomfortable because you're not secure and you aren't accepting truly of what that is. Because if you were, you wouldn't have a problem with it. If you were, it wouldn't be an issue to teach your child it. Because you know why? If you didn't have a problem with it, you would see that it is what it actually is, which is two people loving each other. Like Scotty was saying, love is love. That's it. At the end of the day, gay love is not different than heterosexual love. All the same thing happens in, in gay couples, with gay couples that happen in heterosexual couples. Niggas cheat. Niggas are niggas True. lie. Niggas are niggas lie. Right. Some of them are they faithful. Lead you on. Some are they ghost you. Some of it is abusive. Some of it like all the shit across the board is the same. So what is but yeah. thank you. Because so we're people. At the end of the we're day, people. At the we're end of the day, like what is so complicated? huh to answer me that what is so complicated about it I'm sure it's no more complicated than telling your child that you're going away uh, for a long time because you Hello? knocked a bitch that was complicated months. those court cases and them lawyers that teams, was complicated bitch that was complicated that was complicated Getting a hit so single, bitch, you got a lawyer you to work to it out on your behalf. Because you only had one that went where all the way up. The others haven't quite taken off, have they, sweetie? Ooh. Huh? Says, your relationship with Billboard might be complicated, but you know what isn't? Two niggas loving each other. That's not complicated. well. Sometimes that can be complicated, but that's because niggas be cheating and shit, and like they don't be faithful and they don't ever have their true intentions, like right in the front. But that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. Huh, so, I'm Remy, I'm done with you. And and honestly, outside of that, Remy just has the most trash takes on every. She's literally a, a Twitter nigga in brunch boots. Like she's literally a Twitter nigga in thigh high boots, not brunch boots. I'm sorry. She's literally a Twitter nigga in thigh high boots. On like when she discusses anything. Like I, I, it's hard for me to even fathom that she would get on this show and think her viewpoint is so popping that she needs to share it. Where, sis? You, you don't even need to be on the show. You literally, sh- well, you literally she, share she, the she, same she, viewpoint she as any random ashy ass nigga on Twitter talking out his ass. Why do you feel like you're like I don't? It's 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 mind boggling to me that she doesn't see herself. Like even if these were. Like, you're not even cognizant enough of the current cultural climate to see that your points, your thoughts, your ideas are so regressive and so redundant and so fucking... Honestly, 2000 and late. Productive. Like, you don't even... Mm. You can't even see that. You get on this show and proudly state all these things with your late-ass fashions... Your 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 tired ass colored contacts, your your you know third grade vocabulary like bitch, like sis. Well, you're not my sis. I'm not gonna call you that, girl. Like, how do you not like? I don't want. It's it's always baffling to me when people aren't 
cognizant of their, their truth. Like, it's always baffling to me when people don't see themselves. I'm like, how can you not see yourself? Like, why would you choose to get on these white... <laughs> like, my, like my friend used to always say, you can get on these white people's TV and make a fool of yourself. Like... It's way more. It's way easier just to be. But I just don't understand how no one on her team is like, "Whoa, this is not the move for your brand." Because sis, she has to pay. But that's my. That's my. That's but but see, that's my point. The music wasn't popping off. This is not helping the Remy Mob. The Remy Mob. I I know literally across my timeline, at least ninety percent of the people that watch this show, a lot of these people are female, by the way. Say have the same opinion that I do. They're like, wow, I did not know I was going to dislike Remy Ma. I do not like Remy Ma. I thought I did. I supported her. I rode for her. But I now know I don't like her. So even if you were to try to do anything else from this point on, I'm not going to support it because now I don't like you. It was one thing when I was blind to your ignorance and I was blind to the fact that you are literally any nigga on Twitter in some thigh high boots like that I, I could support you then but like now I know your truth and it's not cute but that's Remy Ma I'm, I'm yeah. gonna put a pin in that one I'm gonna put a fork in it because much like, like her Joe rapper Budden. she's done um Joe Budden shit Joe Budden you know how like growing up the 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 worst feeling in the world you could feel was when your parents were disappointed in you. That's how I feel right now. I am so yeah. disappointed in Joe Budden. And forgive me for even having any expectations or anything for Joe Budden, because that's really not what it was, right? I'm someone that's been following Joe Budden since him and Tahiri were making YouTube videos, and he was up on, you know, blog TV for no reason. I have no clue who Tahiri is. I know. I've been following. (laughs) I've been. So you definitely are right. Because here's the thing, right? Joe has opinions on things. I tend to like when people have opinions on things. I love to listen to people share their opinions on things. That's why pretty much all I listen to is podcasts, right? He's always, in my opinion, had an interesting take on things because he's always sat on a side, sat in this interesting position of like not being on, but kind of being on. And it's. It's a it's a mixy I call it it's a mixy place to be because like you're in the scene but you're not like on the scene you know what I mean it's kind of like when you're a D-list Z-list celebrity where like you kind of yeah. you kind of get invited to the party but like you're not the star of the party like you're not no one cares when you show up but you're still there you know what I mean so I've always I wouldn't even he call him a lucky. lucky he's his, in the Grammy um, she has Grammys and platinum albums. Oh, okay. Well, it's her Sorry. song. I just Sorry. mean like, he's like... Um, but anyway... She song. She's in the gray. Yeah, it's okay. In the past three years, Joe has gone from this random nigga with the podcast. Um, shout out to Marissa Mendez because she started the podcast with him. She kind of, in my personal opinion, made that shit pop because she's talked some wild shit. And of course, men aren't, especially black men, aren't used to hearing a woman own her sexuality, right? For them, it's like the weirdest thing in the world and they feel the need to destroy it. Um, but anyway, Joe has gone from that to now being a legit media maven. Like, I can give him that title. He has secured the Spotify bag. He has State of the Culture on Revolt. 
he got out when he needed to get out and he did for himself what a lot of people I feel like are trying to do, right? Music isn't working for them, so they're trying to find these different avenues. Most people run to fashion, which, you know, unfortunately has caused fashion to currently be a, a clusterfuck a of niggas that can't really dress or have no style, but are wearing shit straight off the runway and thinking they're doing something, right? But he went to media. He went to, to podcasting. He went to something that was taboo and, and, and kind of uh, for the lessers. And he's become very successful at it. And I don't know if it's because he now is feeling himself, but whatever it is, the, the past few episodes of his podcast, and I've stopped watching State of the Culture because I just, I, like I said before, I'm no longer allowing things into my psyche, into my energy, into my space, into my time that don't better me in any way. Or at least entertain me. I'm not going to listen to anything that's going to purposely frustrate, annoy, or piss me off. Like, I just don't do that anymore. And he's been doing way too much of that. First, he got it, like I said, he, much like Remy, was pushing this whole, that shit's not normal, two niggas, burn any shit. Like, but you know what, with that, although I was disappointed by it, because I felt like, damn, Joe, like, you've been so good at not being outward, like, outwardly homophobic. You know, he's said plenty of times where he, like, he's, cool with you know gays he's been like one of those rappers that's kind of championed it and like he's spoken against you know hypermasculinity and blah 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 right so i thought like okay there's a little bit of something there but then the burden or anything happened and i was like uh that's but i could i could kind of forgive it because i was like you know what it not forgive i should say i could kind of understand it because i'm like ah, he's a nigga didn't have, you know, it's like all much. niggas, they all say the most ignorant too shit. Much. Right. Right when it's time for the right. ass to finally but, stand the fuck up and do what's right. Here they go, run their motherfucking mouth. Right. Exactly. So that was a little expected, right? But then he got on his podcast, his most recent podcast, and he, Vic Mensa, um, you know, the BT Hip Hop Awards are coming up, which, girl, I don't know why that's leaving. But that's another story for another time. But that's coming up. Vic Mensa did a freestyle where he addressed XX um, Tic Tac Toe. Old girl that got shit, shot and murdered yeah. um, down in Miami. And he basically addressed the fact that this guy, is, you know, was a an abusive asshole. Yeah. And, you know, tortured his girl. Da, 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 and he spoke out against that. Now, Vic Mensa's hands aren't, literally, his hands aren't clean because he was caught up in a situation where he choked his significant other. Um, so she's not necessarily that girl either. But at least Vic owned his shit, has worked on himself, and is now doing all he can to spread you know, awareness. Okay. Advocacy. <laughs> As Funky Deneva would say. Right. He's advocate, uh, advocating for, you know... For women to not be, know, a, be, be abused. And for men to keep thank their you. hands off these motherfucking he's, women. Thank you. And, he, and especially in, in the hip-hop community, he's really pushing that, yeah. right? So Joe got on his podcast and decided to drag Vic Mensa... Joe Budden did that shit? For coming... Thank you! Girl, you've already been in all of the, the, the domestic violence cases. Like, you should have steered clear... Bitch, you should have got off Exit 3 when it came up. Like, you should have been nowhere near this. Oh, my gosh. Right? So what did he, he say? he got on his what podcast. He, he dragged Vic Mensa by, you know, every eyelash that Vic has. And essentially, he, he used the... the Though don't speak ill of the dead. Oh my gosh! Um, argument to support everything that he was saying and was telling Vic Mensa to get the fuck out of here and that he's a bitch and that da 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 da. And then he literally starts 
villainizing Vic Mensa and victimizing this XXX boy. The, the one who was abusing his girlfriend before he the died. The one who torch, tortured his girlfriend. Not a, He tortured that young lady. Yeah. He put objects inside of her. He burned her. He did all types of cruel shit to that young lady. Wow. And what, what made me furious was the fact that Joe tried to say, well, the case was thrown out. And um, old girl denied the claims after the fact. Mind you, after the fact that this girl has been harassed by XXX fans. She has been harassed, tormented. She's literally gotten fired from her job because of his fans. And she and I don't know about y'all, but if you know anything about domestic violence victims, a large percentage of them go back to the situations that they were in. They go back to the relationships. So just because this young lady decided to go back to the situation or because she's dropped the claims does not mean it didn't happen. It's factual. It's factual that it happens. So for you to to make Vic Mensa a villa for standing up against this and simply saying, oh, we don't speak ill of the dead. Bitch, how many people do you know that speak glowingly of Ike Turner? Of Hitler? Of Saddam Hussein? Of fucking anybody in history that's evil, that has done corrupt, that, that's corrupt, that has done bad things. No one. We don't speak glowingly of them. We acknowledge the fact that what they did was some bullshit and we call them out for it. So, quite frankly, Joe Budden, suck a dick. No, not even suck a dick because you're not worthy of that. Um, no, he's not worthy of that. Choke on a brick. Um, like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm saying what pisses me off most about it is the fact that people don't realize what you're doing when you're when you're when you're pushing and furthering these notions that domestic violence is is a situation that needs to be handled with gloves in the sense of the person that is the abuser when you're when you're pushing narratives um even even if you're not deliberate, not well, not deliberate. Even if you're not um, blatantly doing it with homophobia and all that shit, like it's still present. And what what a what frustrates me is the fact that y'all don't realize that y'all are just passing on the same toxic information to you, the younger generation. And like for me, all of this became super super real when over the over the summer i had a family reunion right and i don't know about y'all but in my family there's only one of the person that's in my direct um age group right and that's my my cousin kadina like everyone else is either like um no like significantly older than us or significantly younger than us right so it's just us two that grew up in our generation everyone else is like 30 and up or in their early like early mid teens and over over the summer, like I said, we had a family reunion, and it was the first time that we had a family function gathering where, where my cousin and I weren't the young ones. Like, we were always the ones showing people to do the dances, like, playing the latest songs. We were always those ones, right? But this was the first right, time that yeah. we've all come together, and we weren't the, the young ones. We were the older ones. And we were the ones being, the, you know, the dancers were shown to us. There, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted a video. They were doing the In My Feelings Challenge, my two little little cousins. I remember um, that. Yeah, they were so they cute. They were fucking it up. <laughs> um, but so it's it was about seven of them, and because we had this rented out this massive, massive house, massive house that had like media rooms, and we were in one of the theaters in the house, um, like listening to music, just vibing, chilling. 
And my cousins were dancing around having fun. Mind you, everyone that I'm talking about is between the ages of 11 and 15. Not even 16. One of them was, a, she, she turned 16 literally like a month ago. Um, so they're all, like I said, listening to music, play, you know, vibing, having fun or whatever. And me and my cousins, sure enough, were like, what is this song? You know, you know, what is this? Like, who sings this? Like, we're so out of the loop. We're so out of the loop. Like, we don't know the Lil. We're so out of the loop. Which is so, we don't know what's Which is so funny because we're, I don't know any of the dance. I don't either, but it's funny because a lot of them are our age or like just a year or two younger than us. So, but it feels so Mm -hmm. distant because I just, I'm not in that anymore. Um, yeah. So they get to one of the songs, and one of the songs is by there's another boy rapper boy, some ugly nigga that beat up his girlfriend, and it's been caught on on video numerous times beating up his girlfriend in hotels, and his girlfriend Damn. always plays dumb and it acts like y'all don't know what's going on. Oh, we were just joking. Like all that always happens after she was clearly like being dragged. I'm talking not even like slap. I'm talking about getting punched and dragged down hotel hallways, right? They play one of his songs, and I'm like, uh, after they tell me who it is, I'm like, uh-uh-uh, cut that off. We're not listening to that. We don't support that. No. Like, y'all need to play something else, right? Another song comes on. It's this XXX nigga, right? And I knew it was him because I had heard the song before. So I'm like, nah, we're not doing that. We're not listening to him. And they start violent. Like, they're like, nah. he's. And I'm like, they're like, why? Well, you know, why Why can't we listen? And I'm like, he's trash. We don't support trash. Plain and simple. He's abusive. Da-da-da. And... These six tweens went ape shit. What did they say? No, fuck that. They, you know, she was lying. She's a liar. She's oh. a hoe. His girl, like she's she. That never happened. He never abused her. Da-da-da. Like they were riding for. And me and my cousin. And it's 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 ironic because when the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation happened. My cousin was on the opposite end, right? Because she was a massive Chris Brown stan, loved this man, and yeah, she lo- she loves Rihanna now. But she back then she not that she disliked Rihanna, she was cool with Rihanna, but she definitely took his his side, quote unquote, in the situation, and she coddled yeah. him a lot in the situation. And over time, she's realized like that's not it, like that's just not it, right? So. As this is happening, my cousin and I are looking at each other like, what the fuck? Like, they are, they are, they are bashing this girl. And, and, you know, caping for this, this man that has, does all these unspeakable things. And then they bring up the other one and they start doing the same thing. Where they're blaming the girl in the situation. Or they're saying, nah, well, she said, you know, it never really happened. That they were just playing. And I'm like, y'all see the video. That's not playing. So, me and my cousin snapped on them. We snapped on And we had to get their asses together and, and let them realize this is not a game. And, and for me, what yeah. was so terrifying about it is my... Three of four of the people, four, well, no, three out of the, the, the six of my cousins are girl, beautiful girls. And yeah. we had to let them realize, like, this could be you, God forbid, because we're, we're definitely rolling up deep. Our family's big, and you will get killed. Fuck with my little cousins if you want to. We had to let them realize, like, no. Like, this, is, this could be one of your friends. This could be you, for the girls we're, yeah. we're saying. Don't defend yeah. his actions and what he did just because you like his music or just because, like, whatever the case may be. It's like, you have to put yourself, you have to value yourself more than you value this. And I said this before, right? Uh, the black, I mean, we're discussing R. Kelly when I said this, but the black community has a real problem 
with valuing art more than it does women. And it's always women. It's never men. They never value art more than they value men. But they're quick to value art more than they are to value women. And it's mind-blowing to me. And it's generational because the old hoes do the same thing I with R. Kelly. I was going to say that. It's, it's systemic. It's just in our DNA. It's in our point. DNA girls, to not value girls women. Are taught, girls are taught to worship their fathers, to respect them at all costs, at all bounds. They, they live in these households where their mothers serve these subservient roles. And that's just, it's in their DNA. I just called my sister two, two days ago and told her, Carolyn, you're 15. Now's the time when you have to use your voice and speak up for yourself and choose yourself over everything. Absolutely. And it's it's mind-blowing. And the reason why it pisses me off so much about the, the, the Joe Biden and Remy Ma thing is because I'm like, y'all are pushing these same tired-ass narratives. Y'all are yep. doing nothing to, to further the community. Y'all are doing nothing but they continuing don't want to, to hold That's us not back. in their desire. It's not. It's not even in... It's, uh, listen... The reason why Remy's career is flopping because she's not innovative. Okay? It's the same tired shit except with a 2018 bow on it. Okay? It's tired. And that's why her career is not moving forward. That's why her ideas are moving forward. She's not forward thinking. That's she's why she not, can't dress. She's not. It's, 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 it's all, all the same. It's just all I'm the same. I'm just, I'm tired. It's tired. I'm, I'm tired of it all. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm I'm no longer, a, I'm not, I'm, and I said this a long time ago. I'm going to keep saying this shit. Tolerance is not enough for me. No, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Either you fucking with Top. me or you're not. That's you, there's no, I'm not dealing with tolerating my, my sexual orientation anymore. My quote unquote choices anymore. No. That's fine. If that's what you're, if you're just tolerating, what I'm going to do is not tolerate your entire existence. That's it. I'm Plain and simple. It. I'm done. So when it comes to that gay shit, if you ain't with it, that's fine. Because here's the thing. I don't need you to be with it, boo. I'm good. My daddy supports me. And even if, that didn't, even if that nigga didn't support me, I support me. At the end of the fucking day. So I'm no longer dealing with tolerance when it comes to that. I'm not, I'm not dealing with tolerance when it comes to domestic violence and abuse or the mistreatment of, of women, of anyone, of people in general, period. Shout out to City Girls and their homophobic asses. Not dealing with Ooh. it. I'm not. Like, I refuse. I'm sick and tired of that bullshit on every end. If you got a problem with the gay shit, I got a problem with you. Period. If you got a problem with women, I got a problem with you. Like, I'm done. Tolerance is no longer. A th- I'm done. It's done. We're done. 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 I'm. I'm not. It's, I'm not dealing with that anymore. I'm no longer putting up with it. It's no longer enough. Plain and simple. Plain and fucking simple. So that's just. I've had enough. And quite frankly, much like um, Nini's teeth, they're done. <laughs> Joe Budden, Remy Ma, Kanye West, you're done. They're done. I'm over it. So that was this week's Get It Together. Um, We're going to take a short little break and we'll be right back with you. I hope we've been able to keep you entertained thus far. If so, you can reach out to us for any questions, comments, and concerns at Vaughn at GrownUpGay.com or Malik at GrownUpGay.com. You can actually email these shows 
uh, personal email with any questions or show topics or anything you'd like for us to discuss. If you want to sponsor us, QTM Marie right here at growingupgaypodcast at gmail.com. And that growing has a G in it. So growingupgaypodcast at gmail.com. Now let's get into the next topic. Okay, so we're actually going to skip this week's um, Growing Up Gay segment. Uh, you guys are probably thinking, damn, bitch, this episode about to be real long if they <laughs> if they did all that talking and we're just at the, <laughs> <laughs> the Growing Up Gay segment. Um, this is just going to be a catch-up for you all since we know we've been gone for the past two weeks. We don't want to, you know, quote-unquote get into the gay shit right now. <laughs> um we're actually going to skip that for this week just so we can get all caught up and just have a you know a fun relaxed episode um but we are going to get into um the wind down portion of the show um if this is your first time listening to us if this episode has gone virus viral not virus viral because we're dragging people then you know the wind down segment (laughs) the wind down segment is the chill part of the show where we have a little fun we let our hair done hair down um and we discuss things that are trivial, like things going on in social media, in the celebrity world, et cetera, et cetera. Because um, normally we don't do that here. Get into our old episodes. Um, but for this week, we want to discuss a few things. Well, we want to play a game and discuss one thing, really. Um, yeah. The American Music Awards. Um, it, if you guys didn't catch it, it's okay, because then shit really happened. Um, <laughs> for me, my highlights of the American Music Awards uh, were was Cardi B's performance. Um, I thought she did a wonderful job. I'm really proud of her growth and just her continued um, striving to, to 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 prove that she's worthy of where she is. Um, she put on quite a show with the help of Tanisha Scott, uh, Colin Carter, who's her stylist, um, and just her whole team. They put together what felt like, in my personal opinion, the the the, the first introduction of Cardi to be the superstar. I think yeah. we've been seeing Cardi B in the light of um, an Instagram persona who used to be a stripper that's now making music. Um, and while I'm sure a lot of people still view her like that, that performance to me was like, she's here. She's yeah. a legit performer, artist. She's yeah. here. She's had the hits, but now she's here. And she put on probably one of the best performances I've seen from a, ra- a female rap artist, I'm talking, in quite some time. Agreed. Um, great styling, great production. She, you know, just Cardi was present. She was owning the stage. Uh, a lot of people were giving her a lot on Twitter, <laughs> on Twitter, and we're real over here. You know, people were giving her a lot, but she, she did, did good. A, she a did good, really good. She gave a good, good, show. good show. A she had a really show. good show. Yeah, I agree. I thought she cemented herself as a superstar. That that she Agreed. rightfully deserves to be called at this point in my opinion and that she is absolutely. Absolutely. um the music again three number one singles in one year out the gate baby out, out the, the gate, gate bitch now say what you want payola in tears and and, and sad <laughs> sadness is that what she said payola and th- sympathy and well, let me tell you oh, something sympathy. Let me tell you something, bitch. Can I get two orders of payola and sympathy? Because Please. If that's what it does for Cardi B, bitch, what will it do for me? <laughs> like, I will take uh, some payola and sympathy fresh out the oven. Yes. When she when she lifted that leg up, I knew that it was real then. Yes. And then, let me tell you, I love Cardi, right? Because I've been saying it for the longest while that the way Cardi B needs to play this, the whole Nicki Minaj versus Cardi B thing... For a while, Cardi was being real. 
in real in a sense that I can understand because there's only but so many times we're going to discuss something. At some point, I'm going to put hands on you, right? But when you're in this industry, you can't really do that. You can't, unfortunately, grab a bitch and run down on them twice like you really want to. Yeah. Um, you have to play the like the, the illest game of nice, nasty. And, you know, since I, you know, we're corporate girls, Malik, right? We come from the corporate world where kill him with kindness bitch you kill him with ki- like you, it's the warm regards uh-huh. <laughs> it's you know you, it, the emails teach you how to be nice nasty like i yeah. i've perfected the nice nasty email like i i'm notorious for them like at my old property and now at my new property like i get you together via email in the nicest most respectful way and cardi took to her instagram and posted a video of a side-by-side of an old uh, clip of when she was a stripper that the Barb's and um, Nikki have tried to use against her to shame her for her past. And she posted that with the the, the split screen of her performing at the, uh, the American Music Awards doing the same yeah. leg trick. Basically saying, like, you know, the shit you learned in the past. You know, like, she had a cute little caption with it. And I was like, yes. And then, and then, you know, Nick, and I hate to make this a Cardi versus Nikki thing because I'm so tired of doing that, right? Because I personally think they both have their own lanes. They're both in their own things. And there's room, you know, and there's room for, for both of them. First. There's room Let's for say them that. and so much more. Yeah. So many more. So many more. Uh, but Nikki did, one of her, one of uh, Nikki's fans took a screenshot of some Nikki performance. I've, I don't, I've never seen it. I don't watch Nikki performances, but I've never seen it. Um, where she had like a few ladies surrounding her and put a caption uh, that Nikki said in one of her songs about, you know, they hate me, but they're trying to be like me, basically. Um, and Nikki commented on it with an emoji. So Cardi took to Instagram to thank Tanisha Scott with the original inspiration for the picture, <laughs> for, I mean, for the performance, and had this little caption that was like, you know, inspiration, da 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 And I was like, you know what, Cardi? This is the game you should have been playing the whole time. Yeah. Get them together, but stay in the pocket like just stay in your lane yeah was there anything yeah. else about the american music awards that um, you know i didn't watch i didn't watch it at all i saw sierra uh-huh. she did her level up thing she gave me mm-hmm. very much 2003 she took me back to uh her 03 goodies ride i got ride oh babe i bet you won't yeah. get crunk like just yeah. pussy popish atlanta street dancing juking yeah C- sierra did her thing um, I don't have I don't have much to say there. I'm but not. I don't have any. I don't, she didn't. I mean, she did her thing. She shut. I, I, Sierra shut I, it down I, for Sierra. You know what I'm saying? Hate, I hate discussing Sierra because it always sounds like I like I don't like her, and that's really not the case. I'm just tired. Like <laughs> I feel like you know that 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 video of um of Miss Juicy where she's like, can you please come up with something else? Can you please <laughs> come up with something <laughs> That's how I feel about Sierra. Like, it, to me, it wasn't that, like, it was... <sighs> For Sierra to be the quote-unquote dancer of our generation, I... What was that? Like, it was a little stiff, let's be honest. It was a little tight. And then, like, it just, to me, wasn't... It was, like cheerleading and and you know what i've accepted the fact and i think sierra probably has too where like she just makes cheerleading music yeah like, it's like she it's makes like, the music it's that, like, that, it's, it's that like, that cheer she competitions. makes like almost inspirational like <laughs> right like motivational right. like i need to go climb this mountain music 
Right. It's it sounds like the songs they play at cheer competitions. And like yeah. it's fine. Like I've accepted that, but for me I'm just it's disappointing cuz I'm like girl, you think you, you could be so much better. There's so much more. Like it's But indie. hasn't she done different stuff before? But I don't know for you her to be like 33 and doing this at this point to me is just like I'm t- and, I, and I, I'm just I'm tired. I don't know. God bless. She her body is banging. Yeah, I just I can't. I didn't watch it. it doesn't. Else. I I just I don't know. That's really all I watched. Too. Um. I I mean I watched the awards show because I was at home, but I really wasn't paying too much attention. I know they gave away all of the awards to people that didn't deserve them. Um. <laughs> shout out to Rihanna. She won best female R and B artist. Did she? <laughs> and she hasn't released music. Who else is years. Um. Chris Brown's doppelganger and uh, SZA. It, that, I'm, listen, I'm so tired of y'all robbing SZA of her things. Give SZA her things. Like, there are a good three awards that night that SZA 1,000% deserved, including the best female <laughs> artist. And, like, Rihanna won one of the awards that should have gone to SZA. Um, Camille Cabela won one, which I don't see it for... Let, bless She's her. so flat. She is flat. so Flat. Flat. Like like the paint they sell at Home Depot, flat. Just, Bitch, that like, girl, she gives me like no IHOP's pancakes, no flat, like flat, nothing. No, I don't get anything from. She can't dress. I don't think she's that pretty. Her voice isn't that girl. Like she, I don't, I don't see it at all. I I don't mean to be negative. God bless her, and you know, I'm sure she works very hard at her craft. I just don't see it. I'm sure she's a sweet girl. I just, I don't see what anyone sees. Like, nothing. She doesn't excite, like, n- she even, she looked a mess. Like, d- like nothing. She's like, when she looked in the audience, she looked like she was back in, like, either 96 or 2004. Just flat. Like, what were you wearing? <laughs> like, what was this black abstract gown with white and pink and then the satin pink? Like, what was going on? I don't get it. Taylor Swift, won- at least Taylor looked cute. And that her silver little... Yeah, outfit. yeah, yeah. She looked cute. She won a bunch of awards that weren't hers, but you know how that goes. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. But that was um, the American Music Awards. Um, I don't think I have anything else for the American Music Awards. So we're gonna go ahead and get into um, this word association game that I want to play. Um, I've been seeing it a lot. Elle magazine, I think, might have yeah, started with it. Kelly. Um, actually, they've been doing it before, Kelly. I saw um, her do it a few well, months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, that's too. fun. And then there's a YouTuber by the name of Terrell. Uh, he sings. I believe he was on a singing competition show. I don't know. I know he has a bunch of people on his channel that were on singing competition shows. Um, he had George Lovett, who is like ugh, a ph- phenomenal singer. He yes. had um, Duran Bernard, a.k.a. Alcohol Harmony, who also, ugh phenomenal singer um mm-hmm. and his um version of the word association game association games are really popular online as well check them out if you haven't um so i was like I, we saw kelly Rowland do it um and i was like oh let's go ahead and just you know because like i said this is like a, a fun a fun episode uh, just to, to it's an episode to, to let y'all know we're back and we're gonna be back on schedule and doing this yeah. thing yeah. So we wanted to go ahead and play the word association game. 
Um, so Malik, I'm going to let you actually go first. So you're going to say the word and I'm going to associate with it because you have more words than I do. Okay. So, <laughs> so first you'll one do one, is... then I'll do one. Okay. Okay. Sister. Uh, one. You are my sister, my strength. And my pride. Come on, Randy. May know what, wait, only God may know what. I don't remember how. I but I will survive. survive yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, Take I us guess. back to goddamn set it off. God, we did not warm up, so please forgive these vocals. We're just trying to have fun. You know, struggle. Okay. <laughs> um, My word for you is an easy one. Sis, uh, love. I almost said sister. Love is the word. Yeah. By the way, you have... Ten seconds to get it. Love, love. Mm. There's so many things I've got to tell you. Huh. Thank you. Uh-huh. Did that. Did that. So child ho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did that. Thank you. Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> uh Dick. Bitch, why do you guys? <laughs> <laughs> um what the fuck? Who sings dick in a song? What? I don't know. I just... Okay. i give another word. Yeah, because I don't know anybody that sings dick in a song. Dick in a box. Hey, I did it. That's my dick in a box. The Justin Timberlake thingy from um, SNL. Okay, wow. that's it. Dick in a box. Dick in a box. To, look at Justin being good for something for once. Finally. <laughs> um, Smile. Oh. Nine. Eight. Smile. Seven. On, no, damn. Smile six, on me. What song is that? Uh, okay, now I got nothing. Five. Uh, four. Girl. Three. You, you either love me now. You love me. Oh, no, the song is called Two. Smile. Damn. What? Uh, I'm disappointed in you. The first thing you should have uh, sung was At Last. Because, you know, she says. When you smile. Oh yeah. You know you know what at, at the very last moment I was thinking of Alicia Keys. Her song Wait Till I See Your Smile. Oh, that is my shit. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I love that song. I love it. that album is so slow. Oh, on. listen, the the musicality the of uh, Elemental Freedom is like no other. That's so, the best album. I love it. I think so too. Oh my God, that is my album. Yeah, when you when you're gone, it feels Ooh, like that's her. I am. My to whole me. world is gone with you. No four. I thought love could be my cure, but now, but now it's my disease. disease. I try to act mature, but I'm but a, baby a baby when you leave. How could I have... Okay, I'm not about to do the switcher. Okay, so... <laughs> you failed. Ah! Go ahead. That's one point for me. Okay, so I'm next, right? Yeah, go ahead. Alright, uh... Now. What? Now. I just can't figure it out. What? Now. Guess I'll just wait it out. Who is that? What now by Rihanna? 
Oh, what okay. now? Y'all gotta call Riri. I can't have, have, have Vaughn get on backgrounds. <laughs> you know, I will do what pop pop if okay. you need me to. Although I sound horrible right now because I can't hear myself, but I'm okay. sure. You sound beautiful. I, I can hear you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, time. Oh, fuck. Oh, wait. Never mind. Go ahead. Um, Nine. I've been in so many places in my life and time. Ooh, that is a good one. That is a good one. There we go. I sung a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. A little Donny Hathaway for you folks who don't know nothing about him. Look him up. Okay, that's a good one. You did that. Thank that's you. a good choice. Thank you. You know, I'm a very mm. musical kind of person. Okay. You are. You uh, last. Eight. I, well, I, I kind of just sang it. Would you? At last, my love is coming along. There you go. My heart. I forgot the words. <laughs> it's. Oh, no, I got a better one. It's the last time I'm going to kiss these lips. Mm. Or ever will deceive these eyes. Believe me when I tell you this, baby boy, it's the last. <laughs> that's Rihanna. That's Rihanna's last time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Rihanna from her from her debut album, a classic, "Music of the Sun," the last time. Mm-hmm. Get into classics. Get into the the you know we know album tracks around here when it comes to Fenty. Cause okay. We stand. Okay. We stand. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <clears throat> the next word is drive. Shut up and drive, 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 drive. Shut up and drive, 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 drive. I've been looking for a drive. Who's qualified? There we go. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. You did that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. And uh, let's say my last one that I have is sister. You should have two more. You already did, sister. Oh, sorry. Shit. <laughs> oh, I have Libra. Libra? That's not a good one. I'll, I'll get that out. Uh, I'm about to say what? Yeah. I can sing Signs by Beyonce, but I don't really know what she says about Libras. <laughs> so. Shit. Oh, me. The word is me? Emmy, yeah, Emmy. Me. Uh... Ooh, me. Five. Me, wait, me, Two. myself, and I. That's okay, I at the very last minute, you got that's it. That's what I go. found out, and I. Wait, and it ain't to. I forgot. I, how did I forget the lyrics to me, myself, and I? And it ain't no need to cry. I took a vow that from now on, on I'm gonna be my, be my best own friend. best friend. Me, myself, and I, that's all I got in the end. That's in what I found out. <laughs> now on. Now on. Now on. <laughs> hey. 
Y'all have to forgive us. We sound like goats <laughs> right now. Um, and I have two more words. Okay. Sleep. I'm asleep on it. Sleep on it. Hey, and I get and back, I get back at you when I wanna. Sleep on it. I'm asleep on it. Sleep on it. You can keep popping off if you wanna. If you wanna, you keep on you dressing. Keep on. You, you keep, keep on dressing. Keep on. Me. Damn. Damn. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. 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 You did that. Okay. Hey. Hey is the word. Yeah. H-E-Y. Seven. Hey there. Wait, how does that song go? Four. Hey. Uh, okay. Uh oh. Do 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 do. Hey. Uh. I was thinking of another uh-oh. song. Hey there, young girl. Anyway, I got it right. <laughs> I did yeah, that. Yeah, I got it right. Um. My last and final word is night. All night long. Come on, falsetto. Hey. Don't play with me. When I need to go to the attic, I got my flashlight. You did that. You did that. That's my (laughs) song, too. Oh, that is my... Listen, Beyonce put her toes in all night. That is my shit. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. All night long. Oh, that's my song. You better, you, come on, you better do your. You better, you better give me those inflections and those scales. She she did that at the um Barkley the the title show. That All that rendition of that song. I can't ever fucking finish that run. She did that though. I can't finish that run. Anyway, what's the last and final word for you? My last and final <clears throat> word is going to be... So far, you're losing, by the way. I... Really? Undefeated. I've only got yes. one wrong, right? I have gotten none wrong. <laughs> oh, Get into shit. me. Okay. Have. Mm-hmm. H-A-V-E. Five. Have. How you get to five, bitch? Start at nine. <laughs> nine. Have you ever? Wait. Have you ever? Wait. Have you ever? Have you? Have you ever loved somebody so much? Okay, Brandy. You cry. I'm really mad at how bad I started that. Have you ever loved somebody so much? Makes you cry. Have you ever needed? needed Thank you. So bad you can't sleep at night. Have you ever tried to find the world that they won't come out right? Have you ever? 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 Have you I'm very so, happy to see Brandy back on TV, y'all. What is she doing on TV? She's on Star. Oh, I don't watch Star. Damn. But shout out to her, though. Yeah. Shout out to... Speaking of people that I want to shout out, since this is the end of the show and we are done. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I would really like for everyone to stop what they're doing. 
there is an artist by the name of Jay Scott, a.k.a. Javon Scott. Um, he just released an EP. It's called Call Me When You Get This. Um, it jams. He actually is someone that I follow on Twitter. We follow each other on Twitter. Um, and he had a podcast that I used to listen to. Um, and out of nowhere, he released this EP. I didn't even know the nigga could sing. Um, and he released this five song EP that is actually good. Like it's professionally recorded. It's written by him and it's so good. Uh, Dancing on my own is my shit. Um, too late jams out of orbit interlude. Like it's all of it is good. Like legitimately good. I was so surprised because you know, sometimes a lot of us, uh, creatives who don't have the means to do things, you know what I mean? We like string together raggedy things like this podcast. Um, <laughs> so it's not a shot at anyone cause we're raggedy right now, we're, but we're trying to get to, you know, the next level. Um, we string together these these projects to, to so that people can hear us, right? So they right. can know what we have to offer, so that they know that, you know, we are viable in some sense. And often the intention is great, but it just doesn't finish well. And this wasn't that. Like, I was pre- pleasantly surprised. It was like a full rollout. And I mean, he does, if I'm not mistaken, work in PR. So maybe, like, <laughs> he knew better. But, like, he rolled it all the way out. Like, images for the project, uh, album cover, like, you know, like just a full ass rollout. And he really was on his like self-titled Beyonce shit where he didn't say anything about it. He wasn't fake singing on his podcast like I do. I literally had no clue this gentleman could sing. And like he has a great voice. Um, the album is really good. So please do yourself a favor and, and listen to Call Me When You Get This by Jay Scott. Um, and let me know your thoughts if you listen to it. Shout out to Jay Scott, because listen, he yeah. must be what a hell of a singer if Vaughn is giving him all this free promo. <laughs> uh, no, he does sound great on the album, though. He really does. Like, And I'm jealous. Like, I low-key have always wanted to record a project. I'm really thinking of getting myself voice lessons for my birthday. I tweeted about it. Um, but in the spirit of like building your myself to be my best overall self, you know, I need to take this D, this D and make it an A, or at least a solid B+. I like, think you should go for it. Do what you want to do. You're only going to live once. Right. I need to polish my instrument. Because, you know, I really... I took singing and stuff really seriously when I was in high school. Not... That's a lie, actually. I took it... I've never taken it seriously. I've never taken myself seriously in any sense, if y'all can't tell. Outside of when I clock into work, because then I don't play. But, like, outside of that, I don't really take my talents that seriously. And I think I want to start taking my talents a little more seriously and trying to invest in them. You know, I don't... I'm not saying I want, you know, to be the next Cardi B or anything, but like, you know, if somebody needs background vocals or like, you know, you never, I could be oohing and on on a hit single. That's all I'm asking, you know. Not everybody has to be Beyonce. Some of us just want to be Kelly. Some of us just want to live. Right. Go for it, friend. Listen, I'm going to put out a whole motherfucking mixtape. I'm going to put it out. There you go. There you go. I told you what it's gonna be called earlier. You think I'm not? I'm serious. Get it? Listen. I'm gonna put it out, and you know, produce when it when it pops. Just know it pops. (laughs) When it hits, (laughs) it's gonna hit. Just know it has. It's and and you know what? And it's not gonna peak. I'm gonna make sure it's able to last through the seasons, so I can tour and promote it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. In the Worldwide. world with me. I don't want it to peak. There you go. 
Whitney knew, didn't she? Whitney fucking knew. She don't want her music to peach. That's it. You know, Rihanna said that once too. She doesn't want to peak, and and you know, I was a younger boy then, so I didn't quite understand. I was like, you don't want to peak, but now I get it. Because you know what happens when you peak? You descend. You descend. We ain't trying to do that over here. No, trying to ascend. Ascend. Okay. There you go. Well, shit. So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for what I was about to say. Yes. Um, maybe send your friends some of the other episodes because this one's a little rag. Listen, y'all, we have had the, the most. <laughs> the raggediest episode the today. Raggediest. My internet has gone out Rag- four times, I think. Yeah. <laughs> four times. Right. We're going to piece together four different pieces of audio. <laughs> And just hope it sounds good. And if there are if there are audio, like if 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 a Rummy Ma stand decides that she wants to drag me and talk about how raggedy the audio sounds, just know, bitch, it still sounds better than her last single. Okay, <laughs> okay. Now and just know my vibrato that, now is stronger than the glue that's holding her lace front. I'm just let me stop. Okay, let me stop. Oh, I was being really extra, but. But no, we have. We've our, the audio has gone out between the last episode getting deleted and this audio getting cut off four different times. Oh my! It, you know it's, we've it's, been it's through been it to get this episode out. So do us a favor and share, comment, like, subscribe. You know, follow. Do all of the things on all the social medias. We do it for the people. We do it for you guys. We do it for the culture. Today, uh, tomorrow. Well, today is we, we recorded this on National Coming Out Day, so. Kudos to anyone that came out. I came out this year. Yay. Kudos. We love you, Vaughn. Love you, Malik. And um, have a good night. Or day. Good night, or morning. You guys. Ciao. Whenever you listen to this, subscribe, Ciao. tell a friend, follow us on social media at growing, G-R-W-I-N-U, up, gay, on underscore, on Instagram, Twitter. Vaughn, what is it? Underscore, well, no, I'm sorry, growing up gay underscore. Bitch, just go to growingupgay.com. It's all there. Yeah. Growing without the G. Growing up gay or follow and read one of us on post. Twitter. <laughs> Something. <laughs> this is raggedy ass episode. Bye, y'all. Once upon a time, you would hear me say, it's for me without you.